Welcome to podcast number 67. Well, you're going to have to bear with me a bit this week as I'm just getting an over man flu. So I'm recording this on the Thursday, this is the 28th, between Christmas and New Year. I was thinking about putting it off to tomorrow night, but with work I might get a call and then everything, I'd be doing it at midnight. So I thought I'd go ahead now. I won't talk too much tonight, so um, hopefully it won't be too bad. But I hope you've all had a good Christmas. We had a nice, quiet Christmas, although I did start feeling, well, rough as router, really, on Christmas Day in the afternoon. And I say, I'm just getting at the other end of the tunnel now, as you say. But um, we did leave work a little earlier on the 22nd. I can always remember when I started with Father, we'd work right up until 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And honestly, we was at Bridge End there, and I used to feel like Bob Cratchit. I'd be there sat at my desk in the corner looking at the window and you'd see all these people rolling round the corner, drunk, coming over the bridge. And there I would be working away. So we do try and leave about dinner time. I think we left about one, two o'clock on Friday. And then Saturday, we had a funeral at Lanteglas up by Camelford there at 12 o'clock. Lovely service. It was really nice. Well attended. And then in the afternoon, we headed down to Mosul, and that's for Tom Bullcock's Eve. So for those of you that don't know where it is, it is right down west. It is just the other side of Penzance and Newland, and it is actually spelt Mouse Hole, but it is pronounced Mosul. And every year they have fantastic lights there around the harbour. It is a lovely little fishing village, and they have the lights there around the harbour. And then on the 23rd, every year, tis Tom Bullcock's Eve. Now, for those of you that don't know, this goes back, well, back to the 1600s, I think it is, 16th century. And legend has it that it was coming up to Christmas. The weather had been really bad. They relied on fish for food. None of them could get out the harbour. And so Tom Bullcock thought he would go out. And he went out and he caught that much fish that he managed to feed the whole village until the weather calmed down. And this is, they now celebrate that down there. And what they now make is what's known as stargazy pie. And stargazy pie, tis a pie that's pastry based, a fish pie. And you, they, what they do, they get the heads and the tails of the fish sticking up through the crust. So um, it looks like the fish heads, they're looking up, gazing up towards the stars. And um, we did have it. I went down a few years ago and we did have a bit because they do serve it in the pub in there. And we did have a bit of stargazy pie, but I did jib this year. So we did get down there a little bit later than I hoped for, really, because it was even down there. And we queuing to get in and there's always a lot of people there. But I'm sure this year was the busiest I've ever seen it. There was thousands there. I suppose perhaps because it was a Saturday may have had something to do with it. Because sometimes we can't get down there if I got a funeral later in the day. But um, oh, it was even. We managed to get a car space parked up, which was good. 
but we did miss the children's procession this year, which is where they have lanterns going through the streets and then they go down in the arbour and they let them float out on the water. So we did miss that, but um, we managed to catch, there was a band playing down on the arbour because the tide was out and then there was a choir singing and then we had the bagpipes and that going through the town. Now, I don't know if that's Bagus de Gaulle or no, but um, if not, it reminds me of them. Now, this could actually be me Cornish words for the week, so I'll get, kill two birds with one stone here. Bagus de Gaulle means feast day band. And this was a little group like with Cornish bagpipes and that. They was formed quite a few years ago, and they'd be going round and playing at things like this. And I got their album, a fantastic album. I don't know if you can get it anymore. And it's called Party Like It's 1399. And that was kind of based on Prince, because Prince said, we're going to party like it's 1999. Well, this is Party Like It's 1399. And it's a fantastic album, because you've got all these old Cornish tunes they playing on bagpipes, but it's kind of set to a, like a reggae, like a UB40 groove behind and it's what a mixture it is fantastic and then they got little overdubs of people saying things including our dear old friend ed prin and they got a bit there where ed prin is talking at the end of the song and it's fantastic very good now it might not be they but if not it sounds like they and they was coming they come around the arbor and i filmed them on my facebook page and there is a Tom Borcock's Eve song and they was playing it on the bagpipes and then they stopped and then people was singing it. There was a chapter with the guitar. Absolutely fantastic. But um, as I said last week, Christmas is a mixture of emotions and I feel I can't mention Mosul at Christmas without mentioning the Penley lifeboat crew. And this crew, they was all based there in Mosul and on the 19th of December, 1981, they were called out on a shout, and the lifeboat was called the Solomon Brown. And they were called to try and rescue a coaster, which was called the Union Star. And um, they had several attempts to get alongside. I think there was eight people on board the boat, and you had the eight crewmen on the lifeboat. And... It was really rough weather. I think they did say at one stage they radioed back, they got four off the boat, and then I think they went back again to try and get the others, and then they lost all contact with them. And so the next day at daylight, they found the Union Star. It was capsized, and then debris from the lifeboat began to wash ashore. And that was the last time that the RNLI lost an entire crew in action. And you can imagine it was devastating for such a small little community like Mosul to lose eight men, eight of their crew, just before Christmas. Absolutely devastating. And obviously those men will never be forgotten, the crew of the Solomon Brown. So every year down at Mosul, Everybody goes down to marvel at the fantastic lights. But on the 19th of December, between 8 and 9 o'clock in the evening, for that hour, all of the lights are turned off 
in memory of the eight crew and the eight on the boat, the Union Star, in memory of them. And I think it's just the cross and angels that are left shining down on the village to remember them. So when you go down Mausel over Christmas and see they lights, whatever night is, you can never forget they eight men from Mosul, the Penley lifeboat, that lost their lives trying to save others. But um, when we was down there for Tom Bullcock's Eve, it was a joyous occasion, and it was absolutely heaven. And I saw a few bridgers there. Um, Anthony and Teresa Hurst bumped into they. I was open to see me old school teacher, Mike Ellis, because he actually lives down there. But we didn't meet up. We was messaging each other. And also, I saw Jane Key the next day at Eglisale. And Jane and David, they was down there. They saw me, they said, but I didn't see they. So we get a few from our way go down. But tis tis really for the people of that area. Um, I remember years ago, I made a hang of a mistake. We was running a bit late. Um, we had all the kids in the back. And we was rushing down. And it might have been the first time we went down there. I don't know. But I was looking for somewhere to park. So I veered up around. And I thought I'd come down around and park on the outskirts of the village. And I went too far. And I'm driving through Mosul. And there's thousands of people there. And it's like driving through Padstow on May Day or Elston on Flora Day. And I can hear these people, we had our windows wound up, I can hear these people saying, what a bloody idiot he is, what's he doing? Like, you know, fancy driving through here. And I just couldn't turn around, and I just wanted the earth to swallow me up. Felt terrible that day. So that's a time I'll never forget. And then, of course, a few years ago, I was doing a cycling race, and I was going around the bend there at Mosul, and there was two wet manhole covers, and I went over and injured myself quite bad. But that's a whole nother story. So then we get on to Christmas Eve, which is the 24th. And in the afternoon, Eglisell Church, they had it open there for all the kiddies to go. And they had a couple of donkeys there. Jane Key was there with the donkeys. There was a couple of sheep inside. And again, the church was really busy. And Beth and I went down with James and Jesse and Ollie and had a lovely hour down there uh, meeting up with people. And that uh, was a real good, good run into Christmas. And then the man flu started. So there we are. Right. Well, I'm going to hand over to me and Jill now, Jill O'Keefe, for the second part of me interview that I did. And the electrical in, um, interference in quite so bad this week. I think there may be three, four times at the most where we had that little electrical interference. So tins are bad, but it's a very interesting interview again with Jill this week. And thank you for all the lovely comments and messages about last week's. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy this too. And I'll speak to you directly. So now over to me and Jill. Both your families then, was they involved much with us at all, May Day and that? No, or? no, no, not not at all. Um, obviously, Pat was. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I remember one year I made the gown for the us because I had an old singing machine. Right. And we had this cat, and I sat to the table 
and Pat would be pulling and I would be doing this and when I'd finished it I said to Pat all I hope is when they paint it it doesn't shrink and goes in there <laughs> but it didn't but I always remember making it one year but uh, no Pat was real mayor yeah yeah what well, is like James yeah and Mark always comes home from May Day as yeah. well because beginning of May Day Pat used to get up on a step ladder and back then you used to get telegrams from families that had gone away from oh. here like I always remember the um, Reevelys, they went to Australia right. and they always used to send a telegram. You had telegrams back in those yeah, days. Of course, yeah. And Pat used to get up on these steps and read out the telegrams really, and really. Um, very involved. Yeah. It was like the British Legion then in the end, he was very involved in the yeah. British Legion. Like he was standard bearer, he was chairman. And I know we went to, we went to London. Well, I've only just given up treasurership. After 29 years, yeah, yeah, 29. Well, I can't do any more. I thought I ought to try and do the 30, but, uh, but um, yeah, we had some good times with them as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the branch like in Padstow now? Is it it's quite good, okay. really. You yeah. don't get that many at the meetings, but no. um, I think Padstow, we always have a pat on the back for the um, collection for Armistice. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Barbara Flanagan, she's up, she takes charge of that. And I know this past year, Pastor raised 16000 Get up, what? Yeah. Well, what they usually do, half term is usually sort of one of the weeks of the collecting. Yeah. And um, they have collecting tins down on the quay. And, of course, oh, yeah. you get a lot of people here for, yeah. you know, um, half term and that. Yeah. That. But, uh, no, we always get praised for it because they say yeah. for such a small... Exactly. Yeah. A, you know, good good amount of money. Yeah. Mm. I'm always impressed with how well turned out your parades are on Remembrance Sunday. Yes, right, you know? yes. You have the Merrymakers, which are right. which is unique, really. Yeah. 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 I don't think anybody else, any other place would have a no. band like Which is that. mainly accordions, and that's in right, case anybody yes. listening that don't know, it is no, like that's right. accordions. And they and play all the old war songs, like, you yeah. know. Pack up your troubles and yeah. all these songs, yes, yeah, yeah, that's very good. So then, once you got married and had the children, then you was kind of housewife with her, or did he go yeah, back to yeah, work? No, um, we, we lived here, well, we didn't have this all opened up like it was, no, you know, with husband. And I used to do bed and breakfast, used to do oh, one, right. one room, like you know, yeah, and then when I said, I can't think how old the children were. But I, Jen Sandry, she had the shop down on the quay and a little sweet shop and that. She asked me if I'd like to go and work with her. So, because I think all three were, kids were at school then. Yeah. So I used to go down and do a couple of days a week there. And then um, Wynne Pitt, well, she'd come from away, but she ran the library and she came and saw me one day. She said, Jill, should I go in a position in the library? Would you be interested? Oh, right. And I worked there for 21 years then Get in the library. When she finished, I took over yeah. her job, like, you know. yeah. Is that still going in the library? No. no. Well, they come once a month for an hour oh. with a van. Oh, I see. But yeah. we're wondering how much longer that's going to go on, yeah. really. Because it's like the Lloyds Bank, they come once a fortnight. Yeah. Uh, but they're finishing in June. Oh, uh, so we've got no banks here. Just different. Yeah. 
Four Way Bridge. They've only got, is it Lloyds and Barclays yeah, now? that's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's all changed. And yeah. say for a while, we was out without a post office. Yes, you <laughs> were, weren't you? Do you have any hobbies at all then, or no? Or didn't have time for that? Well, really, I didn't have a lot of time for hobbies, but no. I always loved swimming, because when, when I was um, at school, past the school, um, we used to have swimming galas down because we had a lovely little swimming pool down in the rocks oh, on the way. You got style, yeah, and then just the halfway up, they used to go down the little path, and we oh, had a lovely swimming pool down there. And the school used to have swimming galas, and I know um, <laughs> one year when I went home, mother said, "What are you doing with those two cups?" I said, "Well, I won both, mother. One was for." style, breaststroke style, and the other was for racing, and I'd won the race as well. And then we used to have swimming galas in the quay. Right. And um, we had a a thing in the quay that you had a shoot on, you know, a slide on, and diving boards and all that, and uh, what's that called? The Bulgaria, I think, if I remember rightly. Right. But, um, yes, I remember in the race, (laughs) and could. Uh, there was a person called Mary Hawkin, and I always used to vie against each other, like you know. <laughs> and I know we were going over. You, had, you went. It was in the new pier bit, and you swam from one where the red brick building is across to the new pier and back yeah. again. And of course, I was way ahead. And next thing, I gulped some water, and I was. Oh. <laughs> and she overtook oh, me. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, then, of course, they used to have water polo in the quay and that, they, and really? uh, you'd always go down and watch that. And uh, I know they do a swim, is it from Rock to Padstow or the other way around? Padstow to Rock. Padstow to Rock. Yes, yeah. that's right, yes, yeah. yes. That raises a lot of money each year. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very good swimmer. <laughs> I know, Karen did it a couple of years. Did she? Yeah, yeah. she did a couple of years, but um, that's why we used to, um, <laughs> one year she did it. And the tide had gone out so much that they were more or less walking across what was the sandbar to swim across yeah. the other side. Because <laughs> yeah. we used to have regattas as well in the in the quay, and uh, that used to be uh, good fun. Because I know one year um, they arranged for the regatta, and uh, they hadn't obviously looked at the tide times, and there was no water. Oh, so they... <laughs> oh no. Did you have to go church or anything at all? Because I know when we was all younger, you was all you had to go church. We was chapel. Ah, yeah. Yeah, chapel. Yes, and I was in the chapel choir. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to go chapel every Sunday, twice. Yeah. Mornings and evenings. Yeah. yeah. There was no getting away from it. Either. No. <laughs> now, of course, that's when there was the proper chapel. You know, before yeah. they had to demolish it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. So the proper chapel stood like where the car park bit yes, is now. That's is it? Right. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a lovely chapel, really. You know, because you had the gallery upstairs. Uh, you know, yeah. there was, there was up the top and the choir were up the top. Yeah, yeah. I can only just remember that very vaguely. Remember? Yes, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember how many years ago it was demolished, but it's quite a few now. It is, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. Because that was the one thing improved. Like when they made the car park, you had a nice lot of room to park there and that for funerals. Well, yes, because before, yes, there wouldn't have been, uh, well, never won any car park before. So obviously we coming up to Christmas time. Was there ever much Christmas festivities for the town and the year or two? Because they got the... They got a 
Yeah, we had the festival. Festival. Yeah, the the Christmas festival. That was not this weekend, just gone the weekend before. Then, was it three or four years ago, um, the Dolls and that, Janet and uh, her sister Judith and that, they started what they called Nadenic Lowen, which they had on a Saturday um, before Christmas. And that was the first Saturday in... um, the first or rather the last Saturday in November, one of the two. And that brought a lot of people this yeah. year. Yes, they, they they raised quite a bit of money and they put that towards the lights. Ah, yeah. Yeah, because the lights are beautiful this year. They're yeah. more than ever, dear me. Yeah. Yeah, Karen drove me dinner in Saturday, Sunday night and uh, they certainly are lovely. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because so, uh, Waybridge, they have a lot of... Lights on the bridge and that, don't yeah, they? that's yeah. right. Oh, that's where it looks nice. It's going over the bridge and then level crossing where yeah. the train used train to go used to through. Go, yeah, you know, yeah. they got all that nice and blue. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, used to belong to the Pastor Carolers, obviously. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, used to belong to that. I used to enjoy that. And of course, last night they were down the cathedral. cathedral yeah, but uh, I, I actually could see it on my iPad, like so. Yeah. That was nice, but. Uh, because are there a lot of carols just from pa- Pasto and that? Or what? Yeah, but, uh, yes, there are. But there's some that sort of have come from other places, I think, over the years. Oh, right. But um, no, ours, you know, they are actual Pasto carols. That's yes, right. Yes, yeah. yeah. What people love as well is like hearing all the old names and that. Yes. So like when you said yeah. some of the shops and that. Yes, you yeah. Know. Well, we still do. We, yeah. we local people, I said to Paddy this morning, I said, uh, somebody met Bonetto's. Well, right. that's where the bookshop is now. Oh, get away. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Wilton's was where Boots is now. You know, we right. very often you refer, because if there's anybody that's come to live here, they look at us and who they talk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Yes, can remember all the. Um, all the names of the shops down there. Yeah. So most of, most of the shops and down in the quay was to do with looking after the town, then, like yes, greengrocers, yes, butchers, yeah. and all yeah, things that's like right. that. Yes. Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. No, all gone now. And so, when you was younger, did you have milk deliveries then? Yes. You, yeah. And was yeah. that from a dairy year Padstow area then, or where was that from? Yeah, that was um, Plowman's. They were, yeah, and they had a dairy um, down Church Street where they had their, uh, or behind it where they lived in Church Street. And um, I'm just trying to think what the chap was called that used to come and Hellier's, yeah, Pat Hellier. Yeah. He used to um, deliver milk. Uh, Bill Plowman, when he came out, they used to have the can, like, you know, and dip oh. it in and then tip it into your, okay. your jug and that. You didn't have bottles or anything no. then. No. 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 Well. no. So was that Roy's father, would it be? Yes, yeah. yes, that's right, Roy Plowman's father, yeah, yes, that's right. yeah, yes, that's right, because he came where he to live, didn't that's he, right, yeah. through years, yeah. And his sister, Stella, she lives up Waybridge now. Was there any other deliveries you had when you was young then? I mean... Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> Edgar Grinaway had a little grocery shop, oh, right. and I used to go up there... Well, when we lived in Church Street, he was there because I always remember when Mother was going to make yeast. She'd send me down there for a couple of ounces of yeast. And the time I got home, which was only half a dozen steps, I'd eaten half of it because I'd <laughs> I had to go back for another. Oh, no. Yeah. I used to love it. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, once I got married, because when we got married, we lived in the 
um, flat, well, to the bottom flat, just down in Dennis Road, 12 Dennis Road. Right. And uh, what we used to do, what you did then, you used to, I used to go up there, go grin race and grin with me list. And uh, then he had a boy that used to deliver later on, like, you know, the same with the butchers, you used to have the butchers would deliver on a Saturday. Right. Yeah, all with their bikes, you know, with their baskets That's on right. the front and that, God. yeah. And where was your doctor's to then in town? There was a Dr. Sherville, which lived out the house opposite the cemetery. Aye, aye, yeah. Yeah. That's right. But we were Dr. Sheldon, and um, he lived in um, Cross Street. Right. Or I'm sorry, in Cross Street, because I was very friendly with his daughter, Jennifer, and he had two sons as well. But, um, of course, we lived lived in Church Street. We were right opposite, more or less, part of the Cross House in the middle. Yeah. And, um, but you used to go and just wait in the waiting room. You didn't have to make an appointment or anything, and then it was first come, first serve, yeah. like, you know, then. Yeah. But, uh, don't get it now. No. And exactly. Dr. Sheldon, I can see him there. He's a very tall, slim man. Yeah. And he loved the beach and the water. And he oh. used to, every afternoon, he'd go down to girls and stretch out. I thought, <laughs> There they are telling you now you mustn't get sunburned. Yeah. He used to go nearly black. Did yeah. he really? Yes, yeah. Yes, he was always in the water and sunbathing and that, yes. Yeah. And there wasn't a dentist in town then or no? Yes, um, Walters was a dentist. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that was when, I know, not long before I got married, I had to go go to him because that tooth, the tooth that I had there was playing up. Yeah. And, oh, he was a butcher. Oh, was he? He was. Oh, oh, God. And I know he took that tooth out. <laughs> and um, different ones said, what are you going to pull back then? You didn't have another one put in, no. you know, just like me gap. Yeah. You, nowadays, you'd have a brace, when exactly. you, to do all that, but it didn't do that now. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, Jill. I think that was brilliant. You brought back some memories there of Padster years ago. So if you'd like to say goodbye to everybody. Well, goodbye, everybody. I've enjoyed doing it. It's nice having David here. Hope you enjoy what I've said. (laughs) Proper job. Lovely. Thank you very much. Welcome. Well, thank you, Jill. That was brilliant. Next year, I must give a little bit more time. I'll talk about the Padstow Carols because they are unique just to Padstow. Um, so I will do a, a good section on that, I think, next Christmas, perhaps. But um, I won't talk too much more now because my voice isn't improving at all. But I thought for me Cornish dialect of the week, I'll be going back to the Stargazy Pie at Mosel, which I say was pastry with the fish heads sticking out, the tail sticking out. And um, it was made also there was potato in it. And, of course, the Cornish dialect for potato is teddy. and Years ago, they used to have like a two-pronged tool that you'd dig up the potatoes with, the teddies, and that was called a acker. A acker. So it was a teddy acker. So I think that'll be me dialect for this week, teddy acker. So I'll leave you there. I hope you have a good New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day. As we say down here in Cornwall, blethen noeth da. Blethen noeth da. Happy New Year. And I'll speak to you again next year. So wish you well. Do get us. Kerno Bisficken.